Hey everybody, welcome back to Ask the Pastors, an opportunity for Pastor Todd and I to just uh, uh, answer some questions that we receive, and we've come up with a few of our own that we just want to spend a little bit of time uh, discussing and helping our church kind of wade through some waters. Ours are way easier than theirs. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) On purpose, right? So we're bringing a question to you guys today that I think we get asked often, maybe not in the formal sense of, hey, pastors, can you answer this? But we hear this, this question in many different ways uh, often. Yes, we do. Um, And I think it's a really good question, important question for us to address. So the question is this, how do we as a church balance responding to everything and nothing culturally? So as pastors, we Mm. speak, we teach, we address things. We We have a pulpit, we have a platform where we get to use our voices. So when we use that, how do we balance addressing every cultural issue or no cultural issues? So this question almost like pits us against it like, does. it's either all in or we're doing nothing, which may not, either side's probably not healthy there, right? Or maybe the question is even saying, hey, can't you guys do it perfectly? Well, the answer to that is no. <laughs> no, we won't, <laughs> Let's clear that up. we won't do it perfectly either. Yeah, so, that's true. Todd is the main voice here mm-hmm. at First Family Church. Um, our people hear you um, often. Um, on Sunday mornings, you prepare a text, you teach us every week. How do you decide? Maybe we'll just word that question this way. How do you decide which cultural issues to address, hot button topics, and which ones do you, how do you decide which ones not to address? And there's probably some room here for different opinions yep. based on past pastoral personality, um, you know, amount of speaking opportunities. Um, so let's just start, like you said, with maybe the pulpit aspect. Yeah. Um, I, I personally decide based on this, um, typically, if the topic's going to lean into the text we're in, I might mention it. I don't think that's a given even then because I have time constraints. And then you even have priority matters. So, so even if something's culturally connected to the text, if it's not a priority matter, I may not mention it. Right. And I'll be very frank here, and I think our church would know this, mm-hmm. I'm probably slower to bring in yeah. cultural topics than quicker. Mm-hmm. That may be a weakness, mm-hmm. and I've had a few folks ask about it and talk about it, and they've been very kind, and I've expressed, uh, I've grown in some of that, but I've also expressed that I, I don't know that every cultural issue, even if it's hot on the outside, yeah. really climbs the ladder of God's priorities. Like right. my main concern is mobilizing our body for yep. the mission of God. Yep. Our so, mission. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. uh, so anyway, I think those that's kind of my filter. Yep. There have been a few times in 30 years of preaching where, you know, I've set aside the text and just talked about the event. Like 9-11 was yep. one of them. I did set aside everything and we spent that. We had a missionary murdered. We set aside time and we dealt with that in-house issue and that terrible tragedy. Um, But by and large, I'm probably slower Mm -hmm. to make the culture the centerpiece of the message. Mm -hmm. So is that a succinct enough answer? Absolutely. And and I go about it through those ways, like the text and the priority of the issue. So you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow in culture. I don't, but you right. still have a sermon to prepare. Mm. So how do you prepare? What what is your main goal for Sunday's sermon? To accurately communicate the point of the text. Yep. We call that authorial intent. Yeah. My goal is to bring God's intent of the passage to bear upon the hearts of the people. And do you have freedom to use 
culture. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So again, I think it's sometimes your personality. Um, so one thing that I want to caution against to other pastors, I don't know if any pastors watch this or not, but I want to caution them against bringing culture in so much right. that suddenly your church is a like this, um, it's like they expect you to have an answer for everything. I tend to think the scriptures, and this is where I think our congregation and even us, we should embrace the scriptures pattern and not right. the culture. So here's the scriptural pattern, that less words are usually better. Hmm. So you read Proverbs. I think it's the middle chapters, maybe like around 10 or 11 through about 18. There's a lot in there about the tongue. Yep. And if you read it, the bulk of it is like, hey, if you could speak less, yeah, yeah. you're going to be better off. Yeah. James echoes that, doesn't yeah, he? Absolutely. So I'm also often curious why sometimes pastors feel like they have to be the first to speak mm -hmm. on everything. Yep. And it's because they feel pressure from the culture. Right. But we need to reject cultural pressure mm -hmm. and just embrace the biblical posture like, hey, you may want to hear, you can check the blogs, you can check other people. A lot of folks are speaking, but yep. I'm going to embrace a less words mentality mm -hmm. as much as possible. And your slower uh, response time gives us more time to process. It does. Rather than your gut response. I'm not challenging or questioning your gut response, no. but, but it's good. Like we, we believe in a plur plurality of elders mm -hmm. that lead this team. It's good to get other voices Amen. to weigh in on that. If something were to happen on Saturday and you think, I want to talk about this on Sunday, you haven't had a whole lot of time to process mm -hmm. it rather than give it a yeah. couple weeks. Yeah, a measured response yeah. is usually a better response. And if we're just really honest with each other, mm -hmm. you can name your story from yeah. the last 12 months. Yeah. You may have one you're thinking about. Yeah. You can name your story, mm -hmm. and there is more to it than you first heard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's just true. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about other opportunities or venues we have as a church. Okay, sure. So we have the Sunday morning sermon mm -hmm. where we exegete the text. Um, but as pastors, we use social media, we use video. What other avenues could we use or, mm -hmm. or do you use to shepherd your people um, outside of the typical Sunday morning sermon? So probably the latest one um, would be one that came about from some folks really yep. helping me understand more about answering culture. Yep. They were very kind and humble and honest, but it was something I needed as a pastor. Mm -hmm. And it, they, they helped me grow in mm -hmm. that. And so we developed a thing called first person. Mm -hmm. So once a quarter... Um, I bring in, first of all, some missionaries, and we chat in person only about things that we can't share publicly. So I would say first person came out of a culture situation and a mission situation. We just weren't hearing from our partners. 80% are in close countries. We can't talk about that in the public service, so what do we do? So first person is a chance for them to share in a close, secure environment about what's going on. Yeah. But I tie that also to culture issues, mm -hmm. Because I want to see how does culture and mission intersect and where's the hurdle for the church. Yeah. So at first person, it's once a quarter, three to four in the afternoon on a Sunday. I interview missionaries yep. about things they'll never say in public. Yep. And I tie that to cultural mm -hmm. issues and say, here's how to think properly, biblically, correctly about this issue or that issue. Yep. It's <laughs> usually 30, 40 minutes mm -hmm. of that aspect. But I think it's been helpful. We talked mm -hmm. about the political false prophets last time. Yep. We showed clips and videos, and we, you know, laid the laid the mm -hmm. uh, axe to the roots of the yep. tree, hopefully, on that whole issue. <laughs> We're not intentionally dodging topics, no. are we? Mm -mm. But I think you're, you're right. It's the pace. It's, it's an intentional processing time. And 
unity amongst the elders so that we can speak yeah. with one voice. I do like addressing some things on my blog. Absolutely. Um, and that's more of a personal mm -hmm. platform. I do realize, just as like you, if you write, we do get connected to the church, yep. so I don't want to run from that. But mm -hmm. in a technical sense, it's my personal opinions on some cultural things. Yep. So I write a little more frequently there than I would from the pulpit. Sure, absolutely. So, But I, I think to the, to the core of the question, I want you to lean in here as well. Yeah. You know, there... I feel very passionate for pastors who feel like they have to say something. And I just want to say to you guys, you don't have to say something every time. And you may feel like your congregation and the culture wants you to, but the Bible says a measured mouth, mm -hmm. a slower pace at speaking is actually better. So just trust the Word of God, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And I would say one more uh, reminder is it's okay to say, I don't know. Amen. And that's where I land on this topic. I just, <laughs> a lot of cultural stuff, I just feel ignorant. I'm not a big news guy. I'm mm. not, I don't love You are a big music guy, though. I, I love music. I know but you I, do. I, when it comes to politics, I just feel so ignorant. And so probably my, my stance would be silence, just because I don't know a whole lot. Is that fair? Is that okay as that's a okay pastor to, say, yeah. to say? I think it is. I don't know. but So just as we wrap up today, let's talk about one example. Let's just spend a little okay. bit of time having some fun, Good. talking about a fun? hot, hot <laughs> button topic, if that's okay. Sure. We'll flesh it out in yeah. real life. Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. So we're in a denomination, and um, other lots of other churches are in the same denomination, and so there was a hot button topic that came up, a decision that was made by an influential church in our denomination on the ordination of women mm, as pastors. Right. Mm -hmm. So that happened this week. And they so, said it was their first ever. Yep, it was revolutionary, I think was mm -hmm. the word they used. Mm -hmm. And so really big church with a lot of influence that's in our world. And so Twitter is just blowing up, social media is just blowing up. A lot of yeah. conversations are happening over this topic. So just let us into your mind a little okay. bit. As, as you know a lot about this topic, how have you thought through and are trying to balance responding to everything or nothing. And we're going to use that example. That example. Okay, so my answers on this will be in relation to that example. Yes. Is that and, all right? You, you, yeah, and there's okay. no verse on this. Can we just... So uh, yeah. I my um, process could be different than I got down the road, and we could both be right. Mm -hmm. True? Yep. Okay. But here's the process I use, and I think it would probably be one we would share. Okay. I think we're a lot alike. Okay. When I saw that and read that, I didn't feel any need to respond for two reasons. First of all, our elders know exactly where we stand. There's clarity among our elders. Absolutely. So I'm not, I've not got to make some statement. Yep. Like our elders and I, we're disappointed in that. Yep. Second of all, our congregation knows where we stand. Yeah. My first responsibility is to our congregation. That's right. Now, if there had been lack of clarity or ambiguity with our church hmm. for years or even recent months, hmm. and then they're wondering, like, well, is that what we're going to do? But I don't think there's an ounce... Hmm of ambiguity on this issue with our, our church. Yeah, Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I didn't feel any need to add my opinion to the mix right. because the people that I answer to, right. we know. So your opinion would have been primarily for a world you don't shepherd. Yeah, and I think that's probably where I would... Um, I don't feel any need or pressure to get my opinion in the mix right. so I feel better about myself. Yeah. I actually, when I write or speak, I want to help people formulate mm -hmm. an opinion and bring clarity. Mm -hmm. I, I really value clarity. Mm -hmm. So if we can help with that to that mm -hmm. end, yep. let's do it. So the way I, I didn't I wouldn't bring clarity to that. Yeah, it's absolutely. already clear here. That's right. So I don't I'm not responsible to the Twitterverse. Yep. 
or Facebook world. So the way you thought through that example is how we should think through every example. As the, Maybe. We shepherd <laughs> our people primarily. I think there is a like a paradigm or a pyramid of yeah. responsibility, yeah. So we start with um, our conscience to the Lord. Do our people need to and wrestle to our with people, this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, or is there already clarity? And this is something we don't need to... Yeah. And they may disagree with my clarity. Yeah. They may say, well, I, I don't go to it's that church adding, because yeah. of that. Hmm. Or they may say, hey, what do we think? Maybe they're new, and so they call us. Yeah. But I think putting out a statement on that issue, yeah. it actually, in my opinion, and with my role, yeah. I don't have a need or a role to play in exerting an opinion about that. Yeah. Our people are clear. I'm clear. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed in them. Yeah. Maybe give us an example of a time, because I know these exist. Yeah. We call them position papers. Can you yes. maybe give an example of a time where there was something that you that our elders needed to shepherd our people, so the elders got together and made a statement? Is that fair? Those yeah. are what our position papers are. It's a statement on a topic. Is that fair? That's a, that's a good question. Do you want to share I don't know an if we wrote a position paper in response to our people. Okay. I think we wrote them in response... Or maybe as preparation oh, okay. to help people like, hey, here's where we stand. We want you to join us in this clarity. So it wasn't time sensitive based upon a... I don't think so. There yeah. was one. We added an addendum to one. Okay. I think you were here. Hmm. In which we were watching our culture begin to um, make moves where if you didn't maybe perform a same-sex wedding in your church yeah. or if your pastor suddenly turned one down, if you didn't have this in writing, hmm. these were your convictions... Hmm that you could be sued or that you could be right. held for discrimination. So I yep. think we added an addendum yep. to a position paper yep. to clarify those things. Mm-hmm. But that was really just an extra sense. bonus yep. to what we've already stated about marriage That's and good. family. Hmm. That's good. That's helpful. Now, I mean, this is a topic that we have opinions <laughs> about. I like what you said earlier. You know, Jesus and the apostles, mm-hmm. they didn't comment on everything. On everything, no. Nope. It doesn't mean that all the Word of God isn't the Word of Jesus. Right. But there, there's a lot left out. Yep. And why did certain writers, inspired by the Spirit, not include everything? Because they probably thought, well, this isn't the point of the, right. of the matter. Yep. This isn't the main issue. Yep. Yeah, we don't know what Jesus said privately to his disciples on every topic. We don't. We don't know how he shepherded them through every situation. We don't. But what we're given is the main point, the most important thing. And that points to the mission of God. And that's I think right. that's what I want my communication mm-hmm. to mainly be about. Mm-hmm. I think personally, Travis, this is going a little longer than last time, but I think personally it's one of the things that... By God's grace, uh, our elders did well during COVID. You know, a lot of those things did not become the point of conversation. We addressed them a little bit, but we maintained this posture. Can we continue to be on mission in in spite of hurdles? And our people were just so gracious, humble, and unified through those months. You know, it's about a year ago we begin to meet back together. That's right. Yep, absolutely. And it's been a great year of just people rallying around the more important issues. Mm -hmm. That's right. Keep the main thing the main thing. Amen. And we've done that well, I think. By God's grace. That's right. Amen. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, Thanks for joining us uh, for this episode of uh, Ask the Pastors. Hope you'll join us again next time.